Welcome to Slaking Thirsts, a podcast that's all about bringing the thirst deep within our hearts for love and communion to the heart of Christ, a divine heart, who is seeking our love and communion in return. The hope is that the two thirsts would meet and both thirsts would be slaked. Well, yesterday we heard from the beginning of uh, the book of Genesis, we heard days one through four, and today we get the rest of the story, days five, six, and seven. So what do we see in these days? What do we see God doing in these opening pages of Genesis and Genesis 1? You can put it this way, it's cosmic temple construction. That's the way that the author of Genesis is articulating the creation of the cosmos. It's, he's creating the cosmos to be this grand cosmic temple, to be a holy habitation, a place for God's glory to, uh, to dwell. What God does is he creates a space and then he fills it. He creates a space and he fills it, right? He creates day and night and he fills it with the great lights, the sun, the moon, the stars. He creates the dome above and the waters below and he fills it with the birds and the fish. He creates the dry land and the seas and fills it with animals that creep and crawl, all those things. And the rulers who have dominion over all of it, right? The man and the woman. And all along throughout the course of that beautiful telling of this cosmic temple construction, you hear the same refrain, God saw and it was good. God saw and it was good and it saw and it was good over and over and over again. But it's not until the end of the sixth day with the creation of the man and the woman, the creation of the human person, do we hear that it's very good. It's very good. That's where we see the human person as the climax of this creative effort. Because we alone are God's image bearers in creation. Like puppies and kittens and pandas and koala bears and all those other things. They're cute and wonderful. Don't get me wrong. But they're not God's image bearers. Only we bear the image, right? This is significant when you think about it in, in terms of this cosmic temple construction. Think in the ancient world when they were building these massive temples to the gods and goddesses. That after they would finish the temple itself, the last thing to be installed in the heart of the temple would be the image of the deity, right? The last thing installed would be the image of the deity. And this is what you see in this cosmic temple construction. The last to be installed into the temple is the man and the woman, the human person, the image bearer of God. We are God's image bearers. And notice there's, there's a change in language that appears right here in the formation of the human person. Up to this point, all along, it's God says and it happens, right? Let there be light and there's light. Let the waters separate and they separate. That's the language. It's bara in Hebrew. Like, that's the verb. But then when it comes to the human person, when it comes to the human person, there's there's like a shift. It's as if God pauses in sort of awe and wonder before he goes to make the human person. Then you hear this. Instead of let there be, you hear, let us make man in our image after our likeness. You hear this first person plural speaking right here before the creation of the human person. Let us make, let us make. So who's this us? Who is this us? This is the Trinity. We're catching a glimpse right here in the very beginning pages of Genesis Right? We're catching a glimpse of the Trinity, the triune God, revealing just ever so slightly his nature right here. After remember, right, 
the whole Old Testament, God is hammering into the heads of his people, the Lord your God is Lord alone. There is one God, monotheism, right? In stark contrast to all of the polytheistic religions surrounding ancient Israel. But right here at the beginning of Genesis, you have this first person plural, the Trinity sneaking its way in. It's powerful stuff, powerful stuff. That when God went to go make an image of himself in creation, he didn't just make a man, he didn't just make a woman, he made a couple, right? Whose bodies and souls are reciprocally ordered towards each other in such a way that their life-giving love images the Trinity on earth, right? When the two become one, they become so much one. As you heard me said before, then nine months later you have to give it a name, right? That the couple, the earthly couple, the family, is the earthly image of the Trinity, the earthly image of the Trinity. This is St. John Paul II. This is what he had to say about this. We can then deduce that man became the image and likeness of God not only through his own humanity, but also through the communion of persons which man and woman from, form right from the beginning. The function of the image is to reflect the one who is the model, to reproduce its own prototype, Man becomes the image of God not so much in the moment of solitude as in the moment of communion. Right from the beginning, he is not only an image in which the solitude of a person who rules the world is reflected, but also and especially an image of an inscrutable divine communion of persons. This is John Paul II's like amazing theological contribution that kind of the scholastic tradition up until this point saw the imago Dei, our image and likeness of God, kind of singularly vested in the individual human person, in our intellect and our will, our capacity to know and to choose, to think and to love. But John Paul II here presses it further and says, no, 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 it's not so much in the moment of solitude, in the individual's creation, that we image God, but it's in our, the moment of communion, when Eve appears on the scene. Do you have not just Imago Dei, but Imago Trinitatis, the image of the Trinity right there. That's what he says. There's a uh, powerful, very beautiful icon, one of my favorite icons of the Trinity. Uh, this is your homework for the day. I want you to go home and look up the icon. It's by a I- Russian icon- iconographer named Rublev, R-U-B-L-E-V. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. But Rublev, uh, he did this icon of the Trinity where he depicts the persons of the Trinity based on the story of the three angels that, that visit Abraham. So you've got the three persons of the Trinity all centered around this altar, this table, and that in front of them there's this sort of open space. It's this powerful image, this powerful artistic depiction of like, what we're being invited into. Right? That open space is the Trinity's way of saying, we want you in here. We, we want you in here. This is, I'm not making this part up. This is from the catechism. This is how you know it's real. Catechism, paragraph 221. Those of you who are doing the Mike Schmitz catechism in a year, you probably had this recently. Okay, he says, but St. John goes even further when he affirms that God is love. God's very being is love. By sending his only son in the spirit of love in the fullness of time, God has revealed his innermost secret. I love that line so much. Okay. God himself is an eternal exchange of love, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and he has destined us to share in that exchange. That last sentence is just mind-blowing. 
that he has destined us, God, the Trinity, has destined us to share in that exchange. That's what that open space in Rublev's icon is. We are destined to be drawn into that exchange of the Holy Trinity. Like the Holy Communion that we see right from the beginning between the man and the woman, their life-giving love, that dance of love that we see right there in earthly marriage is a tiny glimmer of the Holy Communion that we are destined for, being invited into the very heart and life of the Trinity. And all of that begins now in this Mass where Jesus, the second person of the Trinity, reaches out to us to take us by the hand, body to body, flesh to flesh, to begin to, con- to continue to divinize us, to make us the kinds of creatures that are capable of entering into that union. It all begins right here in this Mass. Amen.